Hats Off is an edutainment podcast that is in no way a substitute for clinical assessment, diagnosis, and treatment. The views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and their guest. Mental health is defined as a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. But sometimes we have to get real, and that's when we say, hats off. to start today off with a poem <laughs> by the late Maya Angelou. Yeah. Life is ghetto. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Let me not. Let me not. Just we love kidding. you, Mama Maya. And I wish she had written it because turns out the thing that Earl and I have really learned over the last probably four weeks is that life is ghetto. Like, the world is ghetto. Like, and this is not a, this is no shade to ghetto. Mm-mm. It's just what it is. This, I just don't recall this is us practicing when acceptance. I was an angel being sent down to my, my vessel about right. that God, he just told me life would just be, he didn't tell me it was going to be this ghetto. He didn't say it was going to be this ghetto. <laughs> that was a surprise. My was favorite, like, I can't wait till you get there. New meme is, I would rate Earth one star. It's ghetto here. Yes. I would not visit. Yes. Yes. So, hello, hatheads. We hope that y'all are doing the absolute best you can with what you have, um, because that's what we're doing over here. Um, How are you, Earl? You know what? I can't even lie. Life has been pretty good. Right, right. Um... We got our presentation this week coming yeah, on the 26. Right. Um, I am more so looking forward to the weekend to have drinks in celebration of doing said presentation. Yes, very excited. And so, yeah. queso. Yes, because we are presenting at the Black Mental Health Symposium on ooh, Friday, ooh, the day ooh, that y'all ooh, are hearing ooh, this. Ooh, we present. So send positive vibes. Send all the good vibes. So yes. Um, and I'm good. The devil has tried to get me, but he's a whole lie. <laughs> Knock he's your a whole down. entire lie. Ain't nobody worried about him. And I just want to give a shout out to a good tribe. Like, I really want people to, like, pursue a good tribe. Like, that is where I want y'all to put your energy. Because what I have found is that when life is coming at you, the people who love you will only let you fall so far. Mm -hmm. They just really won't let you fall too deep into shame, too deep into frustration or worry. or Like your people, if you have good people, they just lift you up. And I'm just so grateful. And this weekend is so good with the handing out with all the people that I love and all the people were this weekend. So many of my people are were around this weekend, which is lovely. And I'm taking my baby to see Aladdin tonight and 
Life is good. Even when it's ghetto, it's good. That's assured. We've said it. Don't steal our shit. We just need to write it down. Um, right. We do need to write <laughs> it down. Write so, matter of fact, go ahead and tip your hat, Earl, because I'm going to write it down right now. I am right tipping now. my hat to Jason and Adair. Oh, if that. you don't know them, you need to get on it. They are an amazing duo. They're husbands. But they have a company called JSN Studios um, where they are stylists to celebrities. Jason does all of the styling for red carpet events or whatever special event it is. And his husband Adair does interior decorating and like renovations. And y'all, they just got a Netflix special that came out about two, three weeks ago. And it's amazing. Not it's only so does you get to, do you get to see like their career-wise, but you get to see like their love and their life and just like everyday issues. And... I'm not a fan of reality shows, but this is really not. This is like a true reality. And this on Netflix is so good. You get to finally see like a true representation of like what a black gay couple looks like. Because mm-hmm. we don't have much um representation. Yeah, real representation in the media. You get right. like this fake stuff. But oh, it's so good. It's crack and they're my best friends in my head. So Jason and Adair, when I tag you, um, drinks. Thanks. Because we're best friends. Absolutely. It's a really, really well done show yes. and it's also really nice to like just like even just the style the fashion the yeah. way they design things like you get stuff from it too because I was like oh I need to like do better and get my life together and really what that means is I just need to ask Earl to do more things it doesn't mean that what? I need to like <laughs> learn how to become a designer I just need to lean in to the people in my life what do you can Like to like get my house together and like you know what I mean? Like I just need to lean in to my tribe. And so that's what I got from What that. am I leaning out? You will not. Because you love those things. If I was like, here's a budget, decorate my house, you would do like I would. Like, it's yeah. so much fun. Right. So yeah, I'm not worried about that part. But um But yes. yes. So yes. Um that's so funny because when I went to dinner last night, uh-huh. um, Daquan and I were sitting and I was like, oh, you and I are like Jason and Adair combined. <laughs> and my other friend was like, I'm jealous. I want us to be the Jason and Adair. Aww. But I was like, hmm, maybe one day. Maybe one day. But mm-hmm. yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, and I'm gonna tip my hat to my boy Frederick. He is a therapist um in the Charlotte area. But he's also a documentarian, um, and he directed, produced a documentary called The American South, Um, and he goes to different plantations and does education. He travels. He's real, 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 you know, about this black thing that we're doing, and so... um, and and he's a black man in mental health. And so anytime we have those, I always want to shout them out and yeah. give them some love. Um, his Instagram is history before us. And we will have that in the um, information yeah. at the bottom. So, yeah. So for our pop your top segment, we are going to talk about pain and anger. Ooh. I wish yeah. I could um do what. Um, oh. Her name is Slippery. Layla Hathaway? Yes. I wish I could do that. That, that noise. That she has, she can record, do two octaves at the same time. Yeah. What do you think is her deal? Why does she struggle to make it? You know, she's had like, for the level of talent she has, she has not. I think that's most artists. Really? 
like real. So you, if you look at the media, so this is a, a segment. Sabar, this is not about. Um, we haven't popped your top yet. Uh, I've always said to know. I feel like people that have the most like raw, mm. true talent, like Kiki Wyatt. Mm. That girl can say but Kiki Wyatt is crazy. crazy. Yes, <laughs> but I mean all these other. Nick Minaj, they be crazy. I stand correct, but you correct. She just doing. She living in a ghetto, ghetto world. She's trying to survive, and when you live in a ghetto world, you, you just, have reactions to it. And I like mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And she also real fertile. Um, she pregnant real again. Fertile. She's pregnant again. I think like this is baby right ten now. or eleven Jeez. right now. But her body always snapped back, so I was like. Cause she meant to have them. Like, must be when it work out. But it must still be, be saying it now, right? Um, but Jasmine Sullivan, yeah. Like, and I mean, I get she's definitely had success, right. but but still not to the level that she deserves because of her talent, right? Right. And she gonna be nominated for all these Grammys and she have not got right. There's a lot of people out there that you're right. They are phased. Like Beyonce loves Jasmine Sullivan, mm. but it's just like. I love a lot of people with that true, real, raw talent. Right. I don't know what they ever right. get. It's Interesting. But I think it's also because they... Certain stuff they're just not going to deal with. Right. Maybe it's because they know the gift that they have and they're not willing to compromise I mean, think about Lauren Hill. gift. After she did that, that album yeah. and got the Grammys, she was out. She was like, I don't like I can't this. can't do this shit no more. And Jazz and stuff, and she quit music for about two, three years when right. she got out of her record label because she was just like, I'm not about to conform. Right. And I mean, it's because these like, record labels are just really trash. They really trash. are terrible. It's, they it's like, criminal what they do to artists. Yeah. It really is. And what's easy, also and what they criminal, ask of them and then do to them and on the financial side. Right. Like, and on the like, I recognize you for your talent. I want you, but as soon as you sign on, I want to put you on like this cookie cutter or like, right. like if you Make came you, in saying well, you know, R&B, works. we want you to do pop now. Right. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's crazy is that when you think of music industry and like acting, that's arts. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of mental health. Oh. There, which is crazy because you, you would think that would be hand in hand, but no. they don't even have a lot of like. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Dark. It's it's interesting. So yeah. So um, yeah. But that is a cool thing. So if you like, I don't know if y'all know about Terrell, but he oh is. Oh my god! You don't have Cynthia Arrivo. YouTube YouTuber is that what we call yeah, he's, a YouTuber. he's a YouTuber um, an influencer mm-hmm. and he does this really awesome thing called Song Association and mm-hmm. I know y'all have seen it but I feel like people stole it from him because I ain't seen no Song Association till he started doing it but anyway his um, and his is better but he brings on and I like that he brings on a lot of up and coming a lot of unknowns um, to be on his show, mm-hmm. and he's got like something like half a million followers, and and he from South Carolina. And he went to school with Italy and Ashanti. That's crazy. I feel like we're friends now, right? Because you went be. to high school with my best friend. We should be. So and so, I'm gonna find yeah. a way to get. But this on here. check him out, Terrell Grice. But I think it's just Terrell on um, YouTube, and he has all these great people. And Layla mm-hmm. Hathaway was on there recently, so yeah. That's and a Cynthia Arrivo will be on there Thursday, and I will be doing finale. nothing but. Nothing like we gonna have to leave Leroy Fox. Right. I'm gonna be like, oh this is great. And I, I gotta, gotta go, go see Cynthia, Cynthia Revo. Sang her face off. I watched right. You watched the little preview? No, no, no. 
Well, I watched mm-hmm. that several times. I watched Bad Times at El Royale. Oh, did you like it? I was in love. Don't you love her? I, I like the whole her. movie. I like Everybody. the whole concept. And I said, I like, said, this better turn to some Charles Manson. Right. Show. It was interesting. It was a really well done movie. And Cynthia just my singing. Ooh. And when she did that clap, yeah. and I was like, that is smart. <laughs> I was you like, why are you sitting there? And I was like, you no. better be smart with it. Yes. And then so, when yeah. she just didn't care, she was like, right. when she cut him off and said, I've had heard enough. Right. I've dealt and heard you enough people like you. Right. Then he started talking. She said, enough. Enough. We're done here. We're done. But she just left and went to her office. Yes. And I love anyone that can go to their office in their head. Yeah. I do that every day. Every day. It's a gift. So, yeah. All right. So, now... Back to our pop your top Damn, segment. Damn, twelve minutes in. I mean, we had to talk about it. That's our show. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, so <laughs> anger and pain. So I think it was interesting. Just even a session I had today um, was a client really feeling like she had like a bad moment, like mm-hmm. an angry, sad moment, and she was just like, "I feel bad because I'm in therapy." I shouldn't be having these moments anymore. And I was like, like ooh. I was like, did I say that? I was like, if I said that, I lied and I'm sorry. Because I've offended myself. Right. I was like, I am a therapist and I have angry, sad moments. Like, that's a thing. Right. And I think that people really have a fear of how they show up in pain, especially around their anger. Mm -hmm. And I would maybe even say sadness. Because the sadness piece is very vulnerable like, people don't want to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And then I think the anger piece is people not wanting to, like, hurt people. Mm-hmm. Or not knowing how to feel something. And I but think it's because you're taught very young that anger is not a good emotion. Right. And I have to... And it's crazy because in our group this week with the kiddos, we did anger was mm-hmm. the topic. Mm-hmm. And we'll feel an expression. And I like to do this little mask activity. Yeah. Where we'll say, like, we'll cut... Well, not cut, but one half of the mask is what you internally feel right and the right side is what you typically express right and we like every time we talk about like what about anger they was like well that's not a good emotion i was mm. like well all emotions are good right that's why we have them. you're right you're not a robot right um, anger is fine so now what you do with that anger right is different but i straight up had a kid tell me he's like i like to throw my kitchen set around when i get angry and i said oh i said where did you learn that mm-hmm. he's like I, my grandma throws chairs when she's angry oh but his mom was right, like, mama. I don't like that he's um angry and throwing stuff. And I was like, well, learn behavior, sis. He said your right. mama throwing chairs. Because right. I said, why she does that? He said, to get anger out. I said, oh. Okay. Okay. Right. Cool. Your feelings are normal. Right. The actions are. Is what we need to Not address. as healthy. Right. Yeah. Unless you so, go yeah. to a dis- destructive room, which we need to get on. We got to get on it. Like, in the next couple of weeks, let's hold space. I'm really big on holding space right now. If you that. Let's hold space for an opportunity to go to the destruction room. But yeah, I agree. So I remember Carter was maybe, he was either in kindergarten or pre-K and the teacher was all up in arms because they were like, he was trying to figure something out and he couldn't and he like stood up and he was like, I'm feeling, I'm so frustrated. And they were like, oh my goodness. Like he stood up and said he was frustrated. I was like, okay, okay was he frustrated? I was like, did he punch somebody? Right after that, they're like, no, but just... And I was like, so you're uncomfortable with your feelings. Right. Oh, well, what I would like for you to do is not project that onto my child. Thanks. Have a great day. Be glad he used his words. Right. And not throw the toy across the room. Which is what a lot of kids his age would have done. Yeah. Like, yeah. And And so here's another piece to that. I definitely think that there's a message around anger 
from all sides in regards to the black community. Oh, like yes. our anger is not allowed. Oh no, just it's because really we're automatically considered dangerous, right? Which is just like you look at history. Not really. If you just add it all up, <laughs> we we have every right to be angry, if but you we're just the least sheet that boy dangerous. If you make a pie chart, <laughs> I'm just saying the discrepancy. You, even in today's even society. in today's society. It just usually don't match. But go ahead and go with that narrative because they've used that narrative to do so many things. They've used that narrative to make drugs illegal. They use that. Every time they need to come up with a law, it's like black people doing this. So now we got to change the law. Then when white people do it, it's like, what? What happened there? I think it was a mental health issue. Hey, I don't know. They misunderstood. Right. And so, yeah. But I do think in our community, especially, the messages around our anger, which I then think we then have knee-jerk reactions, especially in raising our children, mm-hmm. around messages of anger. And anger's not really allowed. And just in, like, the black home, I could never have been like, Mommy, I'm angry with you. Okay. Like, that would have been my ass. Literally. Like, like. And so, yeah, why do you think people are so uncomfortable with anger? I honestly just don't even like. I want to know where the origin of mm. because, like I said, in our community, I think it's a gut reaction to protect. Right. Uh, I don't want you to be angry out in the world because they'll take right. you out. Right. But as a whole, mm-hmm. I really just don't know. Um, yeah. That's why I'm like, I don't know where these like societal norms came from. I yeah. can speak for our community. Yeah. Because everything is typically out of like survival. Right. But. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Cause I don't know. Cause I be seeing some non-black parents and their kids be having. Now the, that's when I'm like, you need to get your child under control. Cause right. they be letting them have these anger outbursts in stores and things. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, uh, mm-hmm. you're a little too deep. Right. It's not a healthy balance. Right. And I think even though anger is a very normal feeling, something, I think anger is on a continuum and something shouldn't get you as angry Mm -hmm. as they get you. And so really giving kids words, I think is important. Shit. Giving everybody words. Because I find myself in adult sessions where I'm like, are you angry or are you disappointed? Because people just live in that box of like the inside out feelings they're just like either angry sad mad scared or disgusted and i'm like what are the but there's so many more right that's why i love that little feeling feelings chart because i'm just like these are the five core feelings right what is your feeling that is attached to it right because i'm just like we need to do a whole feeling identification lesson on you right as an adult yes (laughs) i have given that feelings chart to people and it like adult like people in their 40s and 50s and it was like oh mind blown like oh i'm not angry i'm actually and sometimes like i'm not even in the red i'm actually over here in the blue i'm sad super super sad misunderstood (laughs) right and so number one i don't think we do a good job of identifying our feelings so everybody your homework is to google the feelings wheel Mm -hmm. okay we'll have it attached print it out laminate it and use it and really just check in with yourself look at the core and just be like okay what am i feeling i'm feeling sad boom go to sad and then step down into it and see is there something deeper there? Because what I know for me is when I can get into the real, for the root of the root, that's my new thing. <laughs> Shout out to Rumi. The root of the root, uh-huh. then I can find solutions. 
But I think something about anger feels very powerless mm-hmm. because we're not at the root of the root. And we're just reacting off the initial, what we think we're feeling. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I go back to even like your loyal soldiers. Right. Absolutely. Because I think some people go to anger because they think it gives them power. Right. Because I agree. I absolutely so agree. So it's like, oh, if I can just go to this anger, because I know when I'm angry, people back up. Right. And when I'm really <laughs> am scared, mm-hmm. and I need you to back up. Yeah. Because yeah. I know one of my loyal soldiers, which is the Banshee, that's what I call her, she's a, I feel super vulnerable and scared, uh-huh. back the F up. Like, that is exactly her role. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. How, <laughs> how big can I get to mm-hmm. get you up off of me? Absolutely. 100%. So, yeah. Because I think... People don't necessarily equate pain with anger, but I think it's such a big part of when we experience hard things. Anger is such a big part of that. Yeah, rightfully so. I feel like it's always the... If you actually take the, like, stages of grief, Mm -hmm. I really feel like it applies to, like, all emotions. Absolutely. Because you're going to always have moments of sadness, anger, confusion, or denial, and then you might eventually accept it. But I, I feel like that really, that stages of grief applies more than mm-hmm. just to loss. But anger is a very normal for about, I think, so that you you do what you're taught. So right. everything goes back to childhood. Really. It does. Y'all, everything I is know y'all don't want to hear that. <laughs> and that's not even a dig on your parents. Mm-mm. I am so big about standing in two truths at once. Mm-hmm. And our parents could have done the best they could and been amazing parents and dropped the ball. Like, it is okay to stand in two truths at yeah. once. And that's not about bashing them. And I wouldn't. I it's would about if you're recognizing parent. I didn't get everything I needed. And I'd be surprised if your parent didn't drop the ball because there's no book. <laughs> tell me about it. Please tell me about it. And then find a motherfucker to write it. It's not me. I was like, what about you? You were instantly, but not me. Not those goals. I might be the one to write it, actually. But, but it's like, I feel like your book would have lots of cuss words, and I would love it. It would. You'd be like, this shit hard. Chapter 13. That's chapter 13. This shit hard. That might be the title. This shit hard. Parenting from Courtney Lee. This shit hard. I like it. I can see the design. Yes. Okay. I'm writing Write it down. down. <laughs> Don't do but it. But like literally hand. everything is from like childhood. And if your parents, and it's from their parents, it's right. like what was acceptable or how you're supposed to express yourself. If you're not, if you weren't taught proper words on how to identify what you're feeling, how would you expect that you're going to do the same thing as an adult? And how would you expect that you're going to be able to teach your child the same right. thing? Right. Mm-hmm. You have to choose to learn. Right. And go a different direction right so now i think that people are really clear on what anger looks like in one form like mm-hmm. the lashing out but what have you seen what are some of the other ways you've seen people express anger that people don't always think is anger um i see a lot of people like internalize yes talk about that talk uh, about that internal rage that people carry around it's a lot of components. It's like negative talk. Mm-hmm. So you like just going in on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, passive aggressiveness. Yes. Uh, disattachment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so much. It's so much. I think a lot of health issues show up. Yeah. A uh, lot of somatic responses. Yeah. Absolutely. Headaches. Absolutely. Oh, now, if you want to talk about that, it's like, yeah, that somatic stuff, headaches, mm-hmm. heart rates, chest mm-hmm. pains, blood pressure, hot hands, 
yeah. sweats, mm-hmm. back pain, because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people back get pain, tension back pain. and shoulders. Because right. um, I know me, when I get angry, I feel it in my my mm-hmm. my shoulders and neck get very tense and heavy. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all. Like, I ain't got time. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't got time because I'm yes. like I'm gonna walk away. Goddamn, feel like I've been fighting. Right. So leave me. <laughs> in the words of Cynthia, I've had enough. I've had enough. Yes. Yes. I think there's also this. People don't recognize when you can't give others grace. Mm-hmm. that's a sign of you having internal anger. So when other people can't make a mistake, when other people can't <clears throat> mess up, when they, you know what I mean? That's a sign of anger. But I also think people who can't be accountable really struggle with anger. So people who can never hear this is what you did wrong or even possibly own <laughs> without someone telling you I did this wrong uh-huh. and then make a repair usually have a lot of problems with anger and anger causes you to hurt Mm -hmm. like that is a thing that is a side effect of unaddressed anger addressed anger because i can be angry and be like earl i am very angry with you Mm -hmm. and then he and i will repair that shit and move on yeah but if i'm seething and waiting on something because if you're waiting for someone to read your mind right that's not a thing it's not a thing y'all I think especially in relationships, we do that a lot. And Mm -hmm. by relationship, I mean intimate, friendship, family. Right. And it's just like, I don't understand why we can't say the things. And I, so this is interesting because I think you do that really, really well. Right. Say the things. And I am getting there, Mm. but I'm, I'm not there as good as you are. But I feel like you just immediately say the things. How did you learn that? For like when a friend does something or someone does and you're just immediately like, well let me let me say how that doesn't work. <laughs> you know what though? I have gone so as a child I was very blunt. Mm-hmm. But then I it was so crazy. We were talking about this at dinner last night. Mm-hmm. We should have just brought this to dinner. Um this is when I talk. <laughs> um I actually had a phase where I stopped Interesting. Because I felt like, so growing up, friends would joke me. I was like, you you be mean sometimes. Mm. But I used to really internalize it. I'm like, well, shit, am I mean? Or am I just being direct? Right. So I used to very struggle with that where I would just let a lot of shit slide. And I was like, I'm just not going to say nothing because they're going to think I'm being mean or it's a problem. So then I would stop mm. saying things, but then... Because I internalize it, that shit would build up. And, and then that's when Clayton... The and then cloud. that's when I'd be like, now I'm being me and what? And what? I don't care. Your feelings hurt? Go cry. Because I feel better. Right. Walk off. Right. But, so it will be an explosive thing. But mm-hmm. I had to start getting back to that. That was about college mm-hmm. is when I started. Because like I said, when I was younger... Even my family be like, what you're saying is very direct, but it will be considered disrespectful. Mm. But I was just like, I'm just saying how I feel. I didn't like that. Right. But you know, when people don't like to listen to kids, like, mm. you know, yes. if a kid says like to an adult, like, I didn't really like that. Well, you're going to have to get, that's your problem. Right. Say the child plays. It's like, okay. Right. And I'm like, a child's place is to express their feelings mm-hmm. and ask for what they need because they're kids. They have very little power. Mm -hmm. The little bit of power they have are their words. Yeah. And for us to not listen to them and then snatch that power away 
or beat them into submission around that power is one of the worst things we can do as parents. Absolutely. And I also think for me, my direct, I don't really fear loss mm. of like a relationship. Interesting. But I think that's because I learned that. That's just some daddy stuff. <laughs> like, mm. so like, I don't really, and I think that was a plus from that. Like me handling my daddy issue things, but like, if you have to leave and not be in my life anymore, of me expressing okay. how I feel, I am absolutely right. okay with that. Yeah. And so here's the thing. I think I grew up with the fear of abandonment. Mm. Like that at any moment it was going to be pulled away, mm. even though it never actually was. What I know now as an adult is actually wasn't even given. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it all was on the surface. Yeah. This love that I thought I was holding on to was always on the surface because the people in my life just weren't well enough to show up in the way that I really needed them to. Yeah. But... I think I had this fear of abandonment and also this recognition that like, you know, I'm an only child. I don't have a lot of family See, support. Yeah. And so didn't want to lose a friend. Right. Didn't want to lose a partner if I could control it. And so, you know, I have a lot of siblings. Well, I have sisters. Right. And I have a good family member. So right. my whole thing, like if you have to leave, that is totally fine. Cause I have right. a plethora see, I did of support people. So like I had that. And my yeah. mom used to always like, used to tell me growing up, she's like, uh, she used to always just have conversations about pick the right crowd. Right. And if somebody is not, you know, go off your energy. Mm -hmm. Like you tell me to love that, lean in lean into my in. special powers. Yes. So like, I very much, if I, if you need to go, right. Please yeah. go. Go ahead. Right. Because yeah. I, I don't got time for no mess. And right. I don't like back and forth. That, right. And I don't do the, you get to be seasonal. Right. I don't yeah. do seasonal because I'm not a Tory. You're not going to pick me up and play with me and then right. put me up until next exactly. time. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so I think, and I think I'm, yeah, still learning that on some levels. But I also think that what I have found is the more I've been willing to release yeah. and be honest and say what's not working, those people that have been a, like, the people I need mm -hmm. have immediately just shown up. Like I had a moment yesterday with one of my friend groups that I was hanging out with where I was like, you know, like I just have so many people in my life. So someone who felt very alone a lot in childhood mm -hmm. and not supported and seen, I just have so many people in my life. Like to the point where I start to feel guilt. Like I can't see my people enough. Mm -hmm. I don't do enough. I can't. And of course nobody's asking that yeah. of me. But just, and not because, you know, just because I love them so much mm -hmm. and they love me so much and they fill me up so much. And so, yeah, I think that fear that keeps us from saying what we need to say, that keeps us from like owning our anger in a healthy way, really is hindering you from having the people in your life that you really should have. And so I would encourage people to really just say the things. Yeah. And say them appropriately. And I know, have I done the sandwich method on here before? Mm -hmm. But yeah, using that, the positive and then an I statement uh, with the with the I issue. statement save lives. Right. <laughs> and then your boundary and then the positive. Yeah. And know that that is your only job. Once you've done that part, how they receive it <laughs> Is up it's down. not on the on you. But delivery is everything. Delivery is important. I've had to learn delivery too. Right. Growing up. That okay. was also because mm -hmm. this Capricorn to me, I I can just be real dry. Right. Sometimes. Yeah, the when Capricorn, y'all can y'all can say the And just be very stern. Right. But with certain people, I'm like, oh I gotta pad this up a little right. bit. Or some people I gotta less pad it because some people need just direct. Right. But yeah, delivery, you gotta know who you're talking to. 
Right, right. But know who you're talking to, but don't lose yourself in knowing who you talk to. Right, talk to. absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, and I think that what did cost me some good relationships is the fact that I wasn't honest with them early enough. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I held on to things and was resentful. And then, like you said, eventually that shit's coming back up. Yeah. So how, do you want to be in charge of how it comes up? Yeah, because once it comes up. On its own, mm -hmm. you can't stop. Yeah, once you come up, it's like it's when you get animals. sick, right? And you start throwing up a thing. It is you what gotta it is. just let it out to right. stop. Right. So yeah. So I think being in charge of how you say things, um, and then also being okay recognizing that some people just will not bring out the good in you. They just won't. And they may be really good people. They may be really fun. But they are not your people. Mm -hmm. And that is just what it is. And you trying to force yourself to be in any version of connection with them is going to get in your way. And you got to learn not to give your power away. And you got to learn to not give your power away. Because somebody can start having control like and a they like it When they know it and like it, they will use it. No one should ever have control. Because only responsibility, that's another one of our lessons we teach these kids, you are only in charge of your body and your reactions. Mm -hmm. And when you start giving your power to people, mm -hmm. ooh, that's real, that's toxic. Right, absolutely. Because like you said, they're going to be enthralled with that. Yeah, they're going to love it. Because the first thing they always say that. is, mm, well, I made you mad. Right. Then you ready to knock their head off. Right. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. And I know we've talked about healthy ways of expressing your anger <clears throat> physically, like having like healthy destruction yeah. and things of that nature. What do you feel like are some other healthy ways to express anger in relationship? Like with another person? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I say one, definitely have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And even you can do, like, activities together. Like, mm -hmm. y'all could have a release together. Mm -hmm. And have, um, so I had, in a previous relationship, we had a, damn, that was really mature of me. <laughs> Sorry, um, <laughs> we had, like, a word. Mm. Like, when it's like, okay, enough. Like, right. Like, table it. Yeah. We had, I can't even remember what the hell it was. It was like a little it was like pickles. Like, yeah. Say pickles. It was just like. Okay, and that's when the person, like, we would know, like, okay, let me back up. Right. You know, uh, so I think having, do releases together, do activities mm -hmm. together, but have, like, this open conversation. Yes, yeah. Whether it's timed, like, each person gets, like, a time, mm -hmm. like, to mm -hmm. say what you got to say, but also, I think keeping, if you keep respect in your mind. Yeah. You will be okay. Like, I really mm -hmm. loved what Will and Jada, and I feel like I always reference the episode mm -hmm. of Red Table when they talk. And he had to set that boundary with her. Right. Like, I will not do any type of relationship with you mm -hmm. if you have to curse at me in anger. Right. And that was him talking about his own childhood. Right. So like, I came from an abusive home. So I think when you recognize and you set that boundary and just keep respecting your mind. Because at the mm -hmm. end of the day, that five seconds of you being disrespectful, yeah, you might think it like went away right after that and you got out your system. But that's now been on them. Right. And they can hold on to that for a hell ever because right. it would end up coming back up later anyway right. but when you said that to me because again if they equally are not healthy or don't know how to communicate they're going to keep that in the back of their mind mm -hmm. and then let it just grow and fester absolutely so yeah yeah I agree I love the safe word mm -hmm. like the argument safe word make it different than your sexual safe word it's okay to have two um, hey, but, I'm gone. Right. I'm going to leave my keys to you because I'm leaving. <laughs> like, in this moment. I'm, I'm serious, though. We should have 
sexual safe words and we should also have conversational safe words. I like it. <laughs> and you what won't if you, sit here. What if you mix it too well? I know, right? But I think that would be funny. You know what I mean? Well, when you might get an argument and then you're like, sunflower. And they'd be like, no, that's the that's wrong. That's the wrong. And then it then breaks say, the tension. Let's go eat. Right. Let's go eat. And maybe hump. Like, who knows? Do the things. You know, I'm just saying. But yeah, so I love that. I think also it would be powerful to bring your feelings wheel into the conversation yes. and be like, I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. Mm. Because if someone tells me they're angry with me, I'm going to feel one defensive. way. Someone tells me they're disappointed in me, it's another way. Like, I'm like, oh. You know, if your parents ever be like, I'm really disappointed. That was my daddy. That shit hits you to that your core. Me. <laughs> that was my dad. My dad never spanked me because he was like, I don't want you to get used to a man putting his hands on you. Amen. But that man would be like, munchkin. First of all, he would call me by my pet name. So that make you get really like, like, munchkin, oh. I'm really disappointed in you. Slap. Now, my mama, who used to like, fight me like a man, I'd be like, whatever, hell I don't care about your disappointment. My daddy, Get disappointed, and I would be fetal position. It's like it, 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 it's sorry. as an adult. If my parent, my mom, or right. my parent was like, "I'm so disappointed," I would be hurt now. I would like, anybody sit in my car. If you were disappointed in me, like there's something about that. It's like, what did Ooh. I do? Who am I? Yes, and so getting really honest about. Because I think then also you can ask for what you need. Mm -hmm. Because I think the thing is, we get so stuck in our feelings, we don't ever continue the conversation. Mm -hmm. And we start we start trying to beat down the point of why we feel the way we feel. And you did this, and you did this, and you said this. And here's another example. Instead of just saying, I'm hurt, mm -hmm. and this is what I need from you. And so really focusing it on what you need. And then here's the other piece. Once you ask somebody maybe twice for what you need and they show you they can't do it, listen, mm -hmm. pay attention, so and make, pay attention, pay attention, and make choices for you. Yeah. We get so angry when people show us who they are and we don't believe them. And Mama Maya told us that decades ago. Decades. Hey. She told us decades ago that when people, and she said when people show you who they are, believe them the first time. I mean, come on, that's a word. And so you can't continue to get mad at someone when they are showing you who they are and you continue to put yourself in the line of fire. Mm -hmm. You have to shift, pivot, and move. Now, if you move and then they snipe you from another angle, that's something different. But if they show you who they are and then you stand there and you open your arms and your chest out and be like, right here. Not the Titanic the arms. Center, Not the Titanic arms. Hit me in the center this time. <laughs> they're going to do that. And well. And they're going to do it. They're going to get better and better at it. They're going to do it so well. They're going to get better and better at it because you are teaching them that that is okay. So that's my last point. What do we do about that self-anger? Because that's who I struggle to stop being angry with, is this chick you right here. You get on a couch, and you need to practice <laughs> your goddamn affirmations. Right. No affirmation is better than a self-affirmation. Mm -hmm. Don't take my shirt idea. Mm. Like, literally. Like, people can give you compliments all right. damn day and tell you all these praises and highs, but mm -hmm. if you don't really believe it and they're telling yourself that, mm -hmm. that is high air they're telling you. Mm -hmm. And you will smile and be like, oh, thank you so much. And then go to like, but I ain't good. I right. My favorite... 
Tank and the Bangers yes. is one of my favorite bands. And she has a poem, the last song on the album, called Instructions on Being. And the last mm. stanza is, tell your friends why you're always crying and tell them like what you say to yourself. Mm. Because your biggest critic is yourself. Always. And you will, you will, ooh, you will knit some nasty words yes. to yes. yourself. Absolutely. So I definitely like self-affirmation. I am a big holder of a goddamn dance party. Yes. In the morning when I get dressed, I am mm-hmm. blasting music and hopping all in front of the mirror just talking about how damn good the day going to be. Now, right. about 10 o'clock, I might have to re-amp that <laughs> up because I'm tired by right. the time lunch and I'm asking where's the right. food. But no, you got to like. Self-affirmation is key. Oh, absolutely. You 100%. have to believe in yourself and practice. Just practice good meditation and that's yes. not even just sitting down and meditating mm-hmm. that's doing that's a, being introspective yeah reflection is key and just that's the only way you really get like growth and right. what is it self-actualization yes. the big things you always learn in school the final stage is self-actualization <laughs> but no legit right you do that shit absolutely yes so one thing that's been really positive for me is forgiveness Mm-hmm. That has been a major thing for me with anger and forgiveness on yourself and forgiveness of myself mm-hmm. and forgiveness of others. Mm-hmm. But then also like mostly forgiveness for myself because a lot of times at this point in my life, I find myself in situations that like when they don't work out, I knew better. Mm-hmm. There was something already telling me because I've done a lot of work on me. Mm-hmm. I do try to stay really connected with me. And what I have found from that is that I talk to me all the time. And my relationship with God, like he talks to me all the time. And my ancestors talk to me mm-hmm. all the time. And sometimes I have to own that I just ignore them. And then when shit happens, I'm angry at that person. But then I'm mostly like, you know better. Mm-hmm. And facts, I did know better. But guess what's not going to get me back on the right track? Beating the shit out of yeah, myself. You have to literally move through it. Right. Learn from it. Right. And take another Even round. when you make that mistake more than once. Yeah. Just be like, well, all right, this is one of our trials. I think everybody has these things in life that are their like ongoing tests. Yeah. And so whatever that is, you're probably going to mess it up more than twice. That's why you and have to keep doing really it because you pass. Right. And you really got to give yourself grace mm-hmm. to get through that test. Because some of us really do have ongoing tests. Sometimes we have karmic ties to certain people mm-hmm. or certain types of people. Some chains that we got to break. It's like a life lesson that you're right. supposed to be learning. Right. And most people don't learn a life lesson once. No. Shit, we would live for three days if we learned life lessons once. Come on. Like. Listen. They'd be like, oh, I wasn't supposed to do that. And then you would just transcend. Because like, <laughs> I got it now. Like, yeah. but no. But that's not how it works. And you know, we talk about, I guess that's been coming up a lot this week too. Like, if you really just sit down sometimes and mm. listen, and I mean like spiritually listen to the things around you mm-hmm. and like lean in lean and in. listen. Lean in. The answers are always there. Mm-hmm. But again, we get so caught up in these desires right. that you tune out. Mm-hmm. Whatever you believe in or yourself or whatever spiritual or not, something is telling you something what you're supposed to you. do. And if you just really sit and be quiet, right? mentally be quiet, verbally mm-hmm. be quiet, and just listen, mm-hmm. it's there. It's there. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, and another thing that's really been big for my anger is accountability. Yeah. When I really look at my role in a thing, 
That's the always it the biggest It really piece. manages it different. I had an opportunity to be angry earlier today, and I was like, you know what? You could choose that and be more like spiral down around how this person ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Or you could own that they weren't shit yesterday when you asked that of them. And they're going to keep being. And so when they responded in an ain't shit way today, you shouldn't have asked them yesterday. Because ain't nothing happened from Saturday to Sunday to make them less. Ain't shit. Ain't nothing. Nothing <laughs> happened. And so if nothing, they've been ain't shit a day longer. So they a little better at it. And so what would you getting mad do? And then I moved on. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And so I think accountability and a forgiveness practice has been amazing for me around my anger. And my anger, like, it'll take Shelly and them to talk, talk, tell you about it. Like, they used to call, talk about this O2 Courtney that was not O2. O2 Courtney was yes. a different breed. You hear me? But even as a child, like, I was the desk throwing child. Like, I was. We were I struggled with anger a lot. And there are a lot of reasons for that. Yeah. And I really have I grown. Too. Yeah. I because I have I am a very slow to anger. Mm. But once see, I'm not. I'm, was, yeah, you but I was I'm like, like I gave a lot of warnings. Right. The warning right. signs would be present. Mm-hmm. Now again, if you sit still and listen. Things would be said, right. but once I, because I was the type that, uh, ooh, I got, my mama had some calls. Yeah. So oh. I have chased someone down the hall and tackled mm-hmm. and banged that head on the ground. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've done, I gonna push somebody in the trash can. Right. <laughs> All because they said, your mama ain't coming to get you. No, that's right. the thing my mama was like, we got to pick better decisions. Right. She said, right. What, they, what did they say? Like, they was like, that's why your mama ain't coming. They gonna be late. And I said, and, she, and that made you push them. I was like, their mouth was moving too much. <laughs> and I said, and my hand just gently touched their shoulder. And a trash can happened to be behind. So, exactly. You see how that happens? Where no. sometimes you do something and there's something else there. And that results in a different. But you know what? I'm not going to talk about pay. it on this episode. No. But you know what I'm no, talking no, about. No, you got to talk about because it you tell the story like I pushed somebody downstairs. Well, first off, Courtney. And that is not what happened. I was seven or eight <laughs> you were 20s early uh, college 19 19 and you pushed someone i mushed somebody by steps but they weren't by the steps <laughs> where were they at that, 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 that spot is big and i was just like get out my face like just <laughs> i feel like it was more forced behind and maybe it was again because i wasn't doing my work and i wasn't in my but you know work. what i think that teaches you though of how repercussions like right i could just want to push you slightly right and then i might end up knocking you down something you die right now that's i'm in jail thing. and that's another thing about anger i'm sure there's a lot of people oh, in jail yeah. with that exact because they literally their intention versus the end right but here's also a psa <laughs> so i tell people all the time <laughs> Especially those who ain't never had their ass beat. <laughs> you don't know the level of someone else's anger. You don't. So you need somebody to be careful. Could be carrying all the ancestors. Oh, the the anger of their ancestors. And that one punch could go through your soul <laughs> and hit your ancestors. <laughs> I think about Mulan. Your, yes. your ancestors just, just down. back out. Like, they got damn. Right. 
So you need to be you careful. Gotta be careful. You have to be careful. Because you don't know what people are carrying. And especially, I think, nowadays, when we got all this, like, <sighs> these Twitter thugs and people who think they can say things online, like, understand like that online, you still have a life outside of online. Okay. And somebody. And you don't know everybody's journey. You don't journey. know everybody's journey. You don't know where everybody's from. You don't know what everybody's capable of. It's people. That one, remember that crazy bitch who wore a diaper to drive all the way down to Texas to try to kill her? What? Um, this woman was having an affair. I think she was the one having the affair. Uh-huh. But the dude was like, I'm going to stay with my wife or something. I might be getting the story wrong. Don't come for me. But it's the main point of the story, whichever side she was on, she was going to go get that bitch, right? And she wore a and diaper. She drove from like upstate New York down to Texas, and that bitch put on a depends because she was not even going to take a piss break. Earl, you know the level of snapped. Because my thing is, she was like, guess what I don't have time for? Pissing. I gotta go beat this bitch ass. You had enough time to think to put on a diaper, but by hour one, you still had the same anger. Right. Right? You don't have any hours? Right. But from wherever she drove, I'm gonna find a story and send it to you. Wherever she drove from, that bitch put a diaper on. I don't think I ever been To get there. That long. Right. By 30 minutes, I'm really like, right. hey, fuck, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck <laughs> it. Damn. But yeah. But, so again, that, but again, you don't and, know everybody's and old girl didn't know. <laughs> Did she kill him? No, I think oh. she tried to. Did she try to throw some ass at her? She, threw, she did something to her. Jesus. she's in jail, or she was in jail. But that whole wore a diaper. Jesus. Like. That's commitment. That's, yeah. And so you just should leave people alone, mind your business. For real, though. Because maybe they don't listen to this podcast, and they don't know about they grace really and don't forgiveness. They don't listen to themselves. They don't listen to themselves. They so listen they, to that, that devil Because they, the they not connected to the root of the root of their soul. Like, they don't know her. Rue all type of details. They don't know her. She's going to have a couple of visits on Earth. Right. I don't think she's right. going to learn oh, that lesson. She's going to have to do this about six more times. Reincarnation. They added her. another talent mark to her lives. <laughs> when she did that, they were oh, like, oh, no, she got to come yeah. back she, again. She's going to have about four, she, six more lives. She ain't ready. She ain't going to be there for a minute. Oh, maybe two? Maybe two? Add two more? Okay. Yeah. Like, that's the conversation she that happened. She's going to get into the Depends. Uh, all depends. But she just sit in her own piss and drive to so fight you're trying to fight in a, a pissy diaper. Right, right. And I'm like, what kind of infection did you have? Like, that's disgusting. When people, any child, a child or an adult who wears a depends, you have to take that shit off. That's not long term use, no. man. That's it's like, oh, I had an accident. Let me put on a fresh one. Nope. Mm-mm. Just pissy. Trying to fight somebody. So you don't know what people out here are capable of. So make sure you manage your anger and make sure you mind your business. I manage have. your anger and mind your business. Another shirt. That's another shirt. I love it. So yeah. But yeah, so that's our, that's our thoughts. So your homework is to print off this feelings wheel and get in touch with yourself. And I'm going to attach it so you right. don't have no You don't have excuse. no excuse. You ain't even got to Google that boy. And you can keep it on your phone. Right. Because I keep mine on my phone. I like in it. In my books. I like it. And in my photo album. Yes. And then get you a, an anger management practice. Because anger is going to happen. So manage it. And feel it. And heal it. All right. Do we have a question no. of the day today? No. no. I don't even have nothing else to say after we answered her a- question. We did. We did. Of her in the pen. Yes, yes. In case she was wondering. And people to watch out for. Yes. What about, um, that's not a thing. Um, 
that's not a thing. Yes. All right. And you never have a that's not a thing. Why this hoe hit my car yesterday? She did. Luckily, it wasn't no bad damage and it's her fault. But what's not a thing is swerving on a... on an exit ramp of the highway and you get out of the car saying you're trying to get to a wedding at 10 o'clock at night. Mm, right. Right. What's also is not a thing is telling the state trooper can he hurry up because you're still trying to get to this wedding. Wow. What's not a thing is you rushing people when you make a mistake. And what's not a thing is you blaming a witness. Right. So y'all, in the incident of the car... <laughs> And y'all, I'm so glad. I, let me tell you something. I don't know what they made my car out of. Right. But that thing got to be goddamn, uh, what, what Wolverine? Adamonia? Oh, yeah. Whatever. Because <laughs> she hit me, and it literally is like one, like, it's I not, saw it. It's you not bad. Because when I walked out, I was about to say, God, did I dream it? Because I went to go look at the right. car this morning, I said, oh. No, it's not bad That thing all. adorable. Um, not her car, though. Um, I hope they drop her insurance. Good. Let me not wish that on her, but I do wish it at the same time. But it was a witness, and she had, she tried to tell the state trooper, oh, that witness hit me, which made me hit him. Mm. I said, Y'all, what? just be accountable. Be accountable. That's that's what it is. Yeah. Be accountable. Yeah. So on my side of that's not a thing, I think that's the same. Like, not being accountable is not a thing. I'm open to being accountable for my part of situations, but you not being accountable for your part of situations is always going to fall back on you. Literally. That's what I want people to understand. You not be like your karma <laughs> for the things that you do, regardless of what's been done to you, your karma mm-hmm. is yours. Yours alone. And so if you feel like because something has been done to you or you've been hurt in some way that that gives you the right to behave any kind of way and do any kind of thing, especially when you then hurt innocence Mm -hmm. in the process, please know that that will always circle back to you. You don't balance out your karma because of somebody else's karma. Mm -hmm. You need to figure out how you want to show up in the world and who you want to be and then do that. Because that is what you are being judged on. That's it. And when you get mad about why some people's lives look different than yours or better than yours or you don't think they're a good person and yet they're getting all this grace and good stuff, I promise you it's because they went and sat with who they were supposed to, which is their higher power, Mm -hmm. and they own their shit, and they ask for their forgiveness, and they have made clear choices to be better human beings in the future, and that is where their blessings are coming from. Because their karma is nothing to do with you. So if you want your life to look better, instead of trying to beat down others and hurt people, sit down, get honest, and then do the work to be better. Mm-hmm. That's the only way better happens. That's it. Period. Bye, night. All right, guys. So, yes. So our resource, of course, is the feelings wheel. Uh-huh. And I'm also going to attach this roomy um, poem that has just been the thing just just... making me so, so happy um, that I read the other day. And so I'm only going to read the part that I posted on my um, Instagram because Mm -hmm. it just spoke to me, but I put the whole poem on there. But it says, Why are you so enchanted by this world when a mind of gold lies within you? Open your eyes and come. Return to the root of the root 
of your own soul. Boom. When we are doing the work of getting back to us, mm-hmm. that's when shit works out. That's all we got. Wada zing. <laughs> so check us out on all the things. We are Hats Off Podcast CLT on mm-hmm. Instagram and then Hats Off Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Yes, you can. Ooh, yarn. Sorry. Yarn. You can follow us. On our business pages, my Instagram is Earl Martin LCSW. You can also find that on Facebook, Earl Martin LCSW. Check out my website, which is EarlMartinLCSW.com. Yeah. And I am Courtney Leak LCSW on Facebook and Instagram, and then Courtney LCSW on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and my website still isn't done. It's on the way. It's on the way, but hold tight. <laughs> But also send us questions for the questions of the day segment at hatsoffpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Um, and, you know, book us, rate us, send us. We need some new ratings. We need some new words of encouragement on our podcast, um, mm-hmm. like on our ratings and things. So if you got some time on your hands, you know what I'm saying, go ahead and drop us a line. You know what I mean? Side, side. And some five stars. I appreciate that. Um, and, you know, check out my baby, Carter's Curious yes, Corner. Yes. He and I have something fun coming your way in the next couple of weeks. So whoop, whoop, we'll whoop. have more information about that later. All right, y'all. Until next time, be you. Be true. Hats, Hats off. off. Hats Off is brought to you by Earl Martin and my mommy, Courtney Lee. And I'm Carter. Be with of the ways of the